0: Hello.
1: Welcome back to Date Night at the Coffee Shop.
0: We've missed you guys.
1: We have, yeah. How are you? I am Bart.
0: And I am Sam.
1: Yes, Sam, you am. Yes. <laughs> That's
0: funny.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, we missed you guys last week. We um, had a lot going on last week. Yeah. Had, uh, I was on late shift. and
0: Life.
1: Yeah, life was just crazy last week. It just didn't really leave us a whole lot of time to... Uh, Getting recording done, so yeah. Here we
0: are. Here we, we are. Break.
1: We did. We took a, we a, a, break a break last week. So but glad to be back. Glad to be back doing this. Um you're a little under the weather this week, so correct. Um we'll probably I... keep this one kind of short.
0: Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Please. Let's do that.
1: Um but <clears throat> you know, yeah, we're we're glad to be back on this uh this week. Um, Got a pretty interesting topic, I think. Anyways, I don't I really do. have a whole lot of. I don't
0: have a whole lot to talk but, about. it, But it was really nice to like read about. It was really interesting. Yeah,
1: definitely cool. And so, we do like
0: the show. So
1: yeah, so we'll definitely <laughs> we'll get into that. Um, first, we have our coffee this evening. What is um,
0: high? Uh, which one?
1: Um, so our coffee this evening, where it's from a local coffee roaster called Brass Horn Coffee Roasters. Um, it's a little place, um, downtown Honestly, here where? in Murfreesboro. Mm-hmm. Right um, off the square. Yeah, I actually haven't been there. You've been there before. Yep. I haven't been there yet. Um. So I'm.
0: I had their peanut butter and had, banana toast with honey. That
1: sounds amazing.
0: Real good.
1: Um. So I haven't had any of their coffee before, especially not this one. You've had some of their coffee, but mm-hmm. I don't think you've had this one. Correct. Yeah. Um, I don't know what
0: it was that I, that I drank when yeah. I was there. Like what what the what was in the. Thing the
1: grinder you don't. Put them yeah. Um. So this one again is Brass Horn Coffee Roasters. This one is called High Stepper.
0: I'm assuming it's a light roast.
1: Um. It looks like a medium roast. It's not actually listed here on the bag. Okay. Um. The bag it just it's uh has the name High Stepper. And
0: it's yellow um, or orangeish. Um, yeah. It's got like right? a, yeah, okay. a, a
1: yellowish kind of label.
0: That's kind of why I figured it was um, a lighter
1: roast. The it's from the Central American region. Um, the tasting notes uh, just notes as rich balanced sweet and that's really all that there is on here yeah um, there's not really a whole lot else uh, descriptive on this bag it smells so I did look online a little so bit So
0: good though. like it yeah. smells like a really good morning coffee
1: yeah it's definitely I, I think it isn't like a medium roast yeah
0: and it smells a little bit like greener you a know? little bit
1: yeah So so this one, High Stepper, uh, I found the description from their website. High Stepper is a blend of Central American coffees aiming to give you the most balanced and versatile cup we can present. Whether served as espresso or a filter coffee, High Stepper will fulfill your need for that classic daily drinker with notes of toffee and caramel that offer a smooth finish every time. Enjoy again and again and again and again.
0: interesting i my sense of smell is um, it oddly
1: it still doesn't list on here what they classified as a light medium or dark roast but i would say it a solid medium definitely probably you know possibly light medium medium, yeah i don't think it's quite a light roast
0: man i'm not getting again my sniffer is not that great these days because you know but um I definitely
1: can smell the hints of caramel.
0: I can't. I can't. Yeah. But that's not saying anything, so. And my taste will be off because my sense of smell is off, so Mm -hmm. just take what I say with a grain of salt.
1: All right, so we'll go ahead and take our first sip here. Ooh. Oh yeah.
0: Wow, that's a lot smoother than I was expecting. I was expecting it to be a little bit higher in acidity, a little bit, a uh, little bit more like, like green, I guess. You know, like.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's really good. Yeah, it definitely. It doesn't have a lot of times when you get like your your lighter roast. It has like almost like tannins, like what mm-hmm. we talked about, like from wine, where it kind of dries, has like a drying effect on your mouth. This one yeah. is, is not nearly as as bad, but you can definitely taste it. it that it is a little bit lighter, you can kind of taste more of like the.
0: You don't get as you don't get like the burnt or like the char or, the deeper. Yeah. Things that you get with a darker roast.
1: Yeah, but it's it's not too bright, so right, I, right, I, I right. really like that.
0: That is pretty Again, good. Again, I do
1: get the hints of uh, some toffee, some caramel. It's really, that's that's really nice. Yeah. I like even that.
0: even with my poor taste buds, I can tell that it's it's really good.
1: Yeah, so. that's that's really good. So again, that's High Stepper, uh, by Brass Horn Coffee Roasters. Um, so those of you that are in the Murfreesboro area, just go check them out. They're uh, they're off the square, um, on Lytle Street. Yeah. Um, for those of you that are not in the area, you can buy it, buy it online, and they will ship to you.
0: Yeah, it's so really good. Their
1: website brasshorncoffee.com. Nice.
0: We should go there, and we should go to the few other ones that are in town that we haven't been to yet either, but yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I typically just kind of fall into the, the same old, uh, usually just, yeah. um, if I don't have time, it's usually swing through a drive through at Starbucks, but yeah. if I've got time to hang out at a coffee shop, usually we'll go to Just, just Love, Love, yeah, um, which they have great coffee, great food, great atmosphere, but... Need to branch out, yeah. and and, and, and check out. has
0: a really nice space. Too. Yeah, yeah, I like their I'll, space. I'll
1: need to check them out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that was definitely, definitely worth, uh, worth a taste, worth a try. So yeah. go, go, give it a shot. Uh, so we'll go on and get into our episode. Um, so again, uh, our week last week was a little hectic, a little.
0: Yeah. Uh, the last two weeks it's been two weeks since we've talked to these guys yeah, so, yeah that's it's true been, it's been nuts truthfully yeah um, it's
1: it's been busy it's been hectic we, um, and it's been kind of upended I guess just because of schedules and mm-hmm. things going on and projects so projects yeah we've been doing a lot of work on uh, at our <laughs> house here we're redoing our deck yes or well not redoing the deck but doing some work on the deck
0: We are repairing the things that we can repair on the deck
1: yeah repairing some boards adding some railing we're gonna, we're, we're gonna be adding a patio yes that is what I'm so. most excited
0: about I'm ready to get done like I love the deck and I'm so glad that it's finally getting repaired and we're taking up those on um, those quasi dangerous boards <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and putting railings rather right than the benches especially since we have a little one you know. Yeah, um, but I think I'm most excited about the patio. Like,
1: oh yeah, that. for sure. Yeah, Once I we think... get the patio and the fire pit done, it's going to be really cool—a really yeah. cool space out there to hang out.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited, and like, we'll have some extra spaces to like landscape too, and kind of make our own. So, oh, I'm exciting. I think I found my thing. I think like DIY and home improvement is going to be my thing. <laughs> I think it is. I'm pretty excited. Did we talk? I don't want to like skip ahead, but did we talk last time about Thea Crawling?
1: Um, I don't remember.
0: I don't know if she started, if she had really started fully when we last did our episode.
1: but She may not have. I think, actually, no, I think it was, I think we actually recorded the day we recorded before it early.
0: happened. Yeah, we recorded early that week, last week or last time. But yeah, she's... She's scooting little Yeah, so now.
1: since our last episode now, she's kind of, I wouldn't really call it crawling, but yeah, she kind of scoots yeah. around on her belly.
0: Yeah, it's not officially crawling because it's not like hands and knees kind of thing, but she does army crawl and like yeah. pull herself
1: a Yeah, she can, I mean, she can get moving now.
0: And she, kick, she uses her toes, which is so funny. Like she like stands up on her, like she like pushes up and planks up on her big toe and like pushes off. Oh, it's so funny. I've seen her once get like her knees under her.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I've only seen her do that once and then she's just like, nah, that's too much work. <laughs> so that has definitely made the project thing a lot more challenging. Because <laughs> yeah. we can only do it when she's asleep during the day. Like and like on the days that we're off. We can only do it <laughs> on the days that we both have off and when she's napping. So
1: yeah, which leaves not a lot of time. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's taking quite longer than I originally thought it was going to take. Yeah. But, yeah, Home Depot's like...
1: Yeah, I've been to Home Depot so many times
0: lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, that's the thing. Like, people are like, oh, whoa, whoa. Like, I love going to home improvement stores. I oh,
1: love like yeah. Me too.
0: I absolutely love it. I hate going back it's the second trip to get all the stuff that I didn't realize I needed the first time. That really irks me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, it's so irritating.
1: So irritating. Yeah. Um, let's see. Any other updates? We had family pictures house? the other day. We did. Yeah. We had some family pictures taken. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. We found a uh, photographer so- in the area. Um, did a great job. Yes. Came in. We had a lot of fun. Um, oh. doing the, this little shoot here at our house. Mm-hmm. And, uh, those of you that are friends with us on Facebook, I'm sure have, have already seen and liked and commented or whatever. Yeah, but I
0: shared them as soon as I could. Yeah. Yeah, they're so
1: good. But yeah, yeah they, they looked really good.
0: I don't think I... Like, we've never had our picture taken before like that. Like, we've not never professionally. Done, yeah, we've never had stuff like that. But I don't know if I would ever do, like, a posed photo session again. Like, after seeing these pictures... Not, like, I say again like I've done it before. But, like, I definitely think that this lifestyle stuff where it's only like quasi-posed a little bit you know
1: well I mean it's good to have some posed
0: but I really liked it I thought it was so much fun and Thea liked her so yeah that was definitely a a winning thing so how was your week overall how was the last two weeks overall
1: the last two weeks have been they've been okay but just kind of just tired.
0: Yeah.
1: Last week I was on late shift. So. So you
0: got a, a taste of what Thea puts me <sighs> through in the mornings.
1: <laughs> well, the thing that sucks about late shift is because, like, yeah, I start work later. And so I get off later. But, yeah. like, my day doesn't really start any later. Because, like, I still get up at, like, the same time.
0: Yeah.
1: It's so it's really just the period of, like, when I'm working is pushed. Back, back so that yeah. by the time i get off work it's like almost time to go to bed
0: yeah yep
1: and that kind of sucks
0: yeah i really hate that yeah it's it's very unfortunate which is what like i can't be one of those people that like oh, i'll work a little bit and then i'll do something else for a few hours and then i'll come back and work a little bit and then like if i do that it has to be very well planned out like i can't I can't start my day late and do that because I don't want to feel like I'm at work for 15 hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to feel like I'm at work for most of my day. I want to do a little bit of, like, I don't mind taking longer breaks, but I need to start my day early if that's going to happen.
1: Yeah. And and the thing that sucks about that, too, is because it's not like, like when you work earlier and you get off, like, you get off work and then you just relax for the rest of the evening. But, like, flip-flopping it to where you have most of your off time in the morning it's basically just like waiting for work to start
0: yeah yes
1: so that sucks yes so you don't really get to enjoy it as much
0: mm-hmm. you don't get
1: to relax as much so you're really just kind of i'm waking up at the same time mm-hmm. and then i've got like an extra two three hours um where i'm just like okay well i guess i'll just wait for work to start here in yeah. a few hours
0: yeah it's like whenever you have something you have to do even if it's not work you can't fully like relax or like sit, you know, because yeah, you're always thinking, you're, like, like, well, how much, longer,
1: how much longer until work starts? Even
0: if it's even if it's like four hours, you're like, well, in four hours, I've got to go do that thing at this particular time. And yeah. It's just like, I can't really do anything. Yeah, yes, it's so frustrating, and it's even worse when it's work. Yes, yep, yep. yep. That's one thing I hated about either like working second or third or being on call, like, it's just just always like if you're on call you're just always at work. You can never fully relax. Yeah. But if you're on second or third, you can never like chill. Third is a little bit easier cuz when you get off work you have that time to like sleep and relax. But second shift is just ugh, it's the pits.
1: <laughs>
0: it really is.
1: Yeah. I've done it all. Mm-hmm. I much prefer just like working in the morning, getting off at like, you know, afternoon. And then chilling for the rest of the day.
0: And I feel like most employers really should let their employees like work from home or set their own schedule. Like it's been proven that it amps productivity to have people have a little bit more control. Like it it improves productivity. It improves employee satisfaction. Yeah, I mean that's nice and all.
1: Those that's great. Like. It's great to improve, improve productivity and satisfaction, all that kind of stuff, but it just doesn't work in all the industries. But it could no, because you have to have availability. Well, like you have to make sure that like whatever product your company produces, whether it be customer service, whether it be actual product like food or goods or something like, there has to be that availability to get it done. So like everybody can't just pick their own shift why because then there would be gaps when there wouldn't be people available
0: but okay i get that but like why can't you have people pick from pre-selected shifts you know what i mean like not do like a a bid for it or whatever but just like whatever works best
1: well if you just have people pick i mean how how is that going to work out if you don't have like a bid or something I don't know. Because you have to fill certain slots.
0: I don't know. I just think that, like, people are way, like, companies are way too, they're way too into, like, policing their employees. No, I agree. And, like.
1: Yeah, I I, I do feel like there are so many more industries that could just be work from home.
0: Yes. And I feel like that
1: should be more of a standard option and I think COVID has kind of proven that that yeah. it can be done mm-hmm. in most industries. Yes. You know, yes. aside from like uh, you know, service industries yeah. or, you know, uh fabrication, yeah. Warehouse jobs, things mm-hmm. like that. I mean mm-hmm. you can't really do stuff like that at home. But like, you know, a lot of stuff, especially like a lot of customer service jobs and stuff like that, like most of that could be done from home.
0: Yeah. And
1: And there's no yeah. reason that it shouldn't be.
0: Right, and there's and another thing is, like, there's no reason that, like...
1: Although, granted, I will say, I do kind of miss the office, to be fair. I know,
0: I know. And some people thrive better in the office, and that's fine. But, like, I saw this thing on the internet, and it's, like, the reason why so many companies are pushing for, like, going back to the office is because they have this real estate that they have to, like, that they're kind of, like, tied to. mm -hmm. And it's, like, that's the biggest part of it. And it's really frustrating because it's, like, if you just treated your employees like they were human beings who had lives and families and not like they were just this like commodity, you would have a better like company. You would have a a better company culture. You would have better like outputs on your stuff. Like just, I just don't understand why people don't under, like why people who are in charge of people don't understand people. Why? Why? Maybe that's my hot take. I didn't think I had one. Anyways, I'm jumping ahead. I'm getting on on a soapbox. I'm going to get down now.
1: Okay.
0: Want to move on to our questions?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and move on.
0: Okay.
1: So this is our what is this desktop therapy <clears throat> question? Yeah, table top. Th- ta- do it
0: yourself. Yeah, table topics, do it yourself therapy. Okay. If you're feeling low, what is your trick to feeling better?
1: Um Usually, either either video games or TV or something is, is my general go to.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's not my go to. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I have to feel like productive, or like I have to like clean something, do something, like go for a walk. You know, kind of get out of my own head. Yeah. a little bit something that gets me out of my own head and TV doesn't really do that for me reading would reading would do that for me but there's just whenever I'm watching TV I just get too easily distracted I'm like well I could be going doing that I could be doing this like yeah TV doesn't take me out of myself like it does I don't does understand
1: you. yeah like like how like, I don't understand like you in this like inability to just like focus on what you're watching
0: I don't know. It's hard. I can't.
1: Like, to me, like, I watch, a like, TV or a movie or something, I'm, I'm like, sucked into the story because I'm, like, all right, yeah, this is cool. It's...
0: It's because it's not real. So? And, like, I know books aren't real either, but, like, it's it's glaringly obvious that it's not real. There have been very few movies where I have, in, like, TV shows where I've been, like, actually sucked in and, like, oh, my gosh, like, edge of my seat kind of stuff. Like, I can't watch your DC shows because of that girl and her face.
1: Okay, so...
0: (laughs) I can't. I can't do it.
1: You're talking about the Arrow, and she... The girl you're talking about. Laurel Lance.
0: It's her face. She just always has this permanent face. It's not good acting.
1: Okay, but she's not even hardly in any of them. And she's not in any of them anymore.
0: Yeah, but it that's, all, I'm gonna, that's all I think about whenever I see it, though. I'm just like, man, that girl in her face, her pouty lips, where her mouth is just always open like a deer in a headlight. I would make a really great film critic.
1: I don't, I don't think you would. <laughs> I wouldn't bank on that for being your day job.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can't... I don't know what it is with me and TV.
1: But I will say... um, you're going for a walk one. That one's that one's a pretty good one too, but yeah. to kinda I used to hate going on walks and I do still kinda hate going on walks. But it's
0: the get up and go that sucks. It's just like, yeah. oh okay, gotta get up and yeah, go. Like yeah, like
1: if we're like like yeah, getting started, like going for a walk, that's terrible. Yeah. So if you're just like, Hey, do you wanna go for you a walk? Gotta, like, put your no, shoe- you no gotta, I don't. Yeah,
0: you gotta put like your I don't want shoes to on. get ready to like, get up yeah. and then
1: go start a walk. Yeah. If I'm already walking then I'm good and I'm, I'm I'm actually like if we're already walking I'm good to just keep going yeah. for however long really yeah. for you know you know unless my I'm sore or something like my yeah. knee hurts or something but you how know, old long is it feel... that I'm just
0: like that we're sitting here and I'm just like yeah like the act of like putting on your special shoes to go for a walk is just a lot like
1: I mean I don't have <laughs> special shoes for a walk it's just the fact that like I do. it's mostly just like getting the motivation to actually do something else from what I'm doing <laughs>
0: yeah true 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 that kind of leads into this next question like what habit of yours needs to change ASAP
1: I would say a habit that I need to change would definitely be my um, procrastination mm-hmm. I am a world-class procrastinator
0: yeah you're great at it
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: mm. I'm practically perfect in every way so I'm not sure what would be mm-hmm. most beneficial for me to change What do you think would be most beneficial for me? This is
1: supposed to be an inward reflection that you (laughs) discover on your own.
0: Um, Hmm. Like, we could get real deep, but I don't think I want to do that. Um, Okay. There's quite a few things. But again, like, we could get real deep. Probably my avoidance and by that i mean like my obsessive and pathological need to avoid unpleasant emotions in like myself and others like i do my i do my hardest
1: uh-huh.
0: i don't even know if that's a phrase but like i do my best to make sure that like all of the conditions are right for everybody to have a good time you know I'm like I just yeah. have a great time like let's just have a good time and I'm just like okay and I pretzel myself to be like we're gonna have a great time it's gonna be fine and then when it doesn't
1: and you like yeah you like put so much pressure yeah on any kind of event or gathering yeah. or anything to make sure that everyone has the perfect time so that nobody's upset about anything
0: yeah yeah, yeah. and then like if I get like just a whiff of like party poop or whatever like you know like just a whiff of like unpleasantness at like this joyous event I'm like I'm distraught mm-hmm. yeah i probably deeper than I wanted to go but yeah that's it like I'm just like oh my gosh I want everyone to have a good time like there's because I know that like their emotions are not my responsibility I'm well aware of that and everybody can feel whatever they need to feel all the time. And that's fine. But it's like, but if I can make it better, I want to help you <laughs> feel better. I just want to help. And like, I get that. Like sometimes helping is letting people feel like crap. Yeah. <laughs> you need to feel like crap at some point.
1: Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So before we move on to the next one, I want to flip that one too. What is another, What or what is another habit about me that you think I should stop or something. Maybe, Ooh. maybe even just something. Maybe not even necessarily something that you think I like should stop. Or, but something that maybe you've noticed that.
0: Ooh, I love this. Yes. Okay. Um. I think you need to be okay with not being the best. I think you need to be okay with. Putting, with doing your best and then putting whatever it is out there that you've created. Whether or not you think it's like the best. You need to just go for it. Mm. Stop second guessing yourself. Stop, sec- yeah, stop second guessing yourself. It doesn't have to be like perfect. Just have fun with it. Whatever yeah. it is. Don't second guess yourself. Just do it.
1: Okay. So... I, I, and I have kind of realized too that, that honestly, that trait, while I think about it, I think also plays a lot into my procrastination.
0: Yep, that's exactly what it is. It's not perfect. And yeah. I don't know. I, and like- even,
1: even like, even it's like not, not even something that I've started, but like thinking about having to do something maybe extensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I realize like how much work it's going to need or something mm-hmm. like that. And just think that like, uh, I just don't think that I'm going to be able to get it
0: to the caliber as
1: good as I want it to be yep so I'm just not going to start that yet until yep. I'm ready
0: until you can devote all of your time energy and effort into this one thing because you are f- a fully immersive person in whatever you throw yourself into you want to like just bathe in it and like that's cool and that's great yeah don't second guess I yourself, tend just to do like
1: when I, when I start doing something I do tend to go all, all out yeah. yes
0: yes yep don't second guess yourself just do it Yeah, Yeah. just do it, and then, like, I'll pull you out if I need to. It's fine. That's what I'm here for. I'll just pull you out. I'll just fish you out. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Okay, so same to you. Yeah, tell me. Tell me about myself.
1: So you have this tendency, I've noticed, to not finish things.
0: (laughs) I know where you're going with this. Continue.
1: So the most, like, prevalent examples I can give is it it even goes down to, like, Obviously other things like you'll leave so many there are so many shows that we've watched where we'll get to like the last episode and you just won't watch the last episode and it drives me nuts. <laughs> or even though like but even things like your food and drink I've noticed. You'll always leave like the last tiniest little sip in your in your glass or cup or can of whatever. And like the last couple of bites. But why like do you refuse to-, to eat or drink the last bit of it?
0: Okay, but so like, yeah, I just, I have a hard time finishing things. But why do I need to change that habit?
1: Well, I didn't say that it's something <laughs> that you need to change. Oh, that's okay. kind of why I, re- I, I rephrase the question. <laughs> something maybe peculiar that, I've, that, uh-huh. that we notice about each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's But it.
1: I do think you should also change that in a lot of things because like you should just finish things. The TV
0: shows, yeah especially. Yes. But then the experience will be over.
1: Yeah, but it's not just like hanging around waiting to be finished.
0: But the experience will be over. But
1: you're not experiencing anything. You're actually kind of ruining the experience because like you've lost the The, the momentum of Yeah, the show. you've lost like the momentum and the, the, the feel and the vibe that you've gained watching it and everything leading up to the end, and then you're just like, no, I'm going to stop. So then you go back into it cold, and it doesn't have the same effect.
0: I know. It doesn't have the same effect, which means if it's really, really horrible, it won't have the same effect on me because it's like, eh, whatever. I've been, it's been so long since I've seen it. It's not a big deal.
1: Yeah, but if it's good, then you don't really get to experience it.
0: Yeah, I do. If it's good, I'll be like, oh, no. that was good. Like, why did I wait so long to do that? And then I can like be like, there you but go. But it
1: doesn't, it doesn't feel the same.
0: It does, though.
1: No, it doesn't.
0: Okay. Well, are there other things? Yeah, like, I will say, like, I gotta say, the water bottle thing, yeah, the drink thing, that was a problem growing up, too. Like, we had to stop buying water bottles when I was younger, when I was, like, a teenager, because there would be, like, hundreds of them Mm -hmm. just around the house with just a little bit left in them. Drove my parents nuts. Yeah. 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 I can see that. Yeah. Well, and like the food thing too. I can think of like, there are just like images flashing in my head where I'm like, do you want the last piece of this? Do you want this? Do you want the last thing of this? Or like, and then like the Starbucks thing at Aldi.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So we, we got those coffees from, from Starbucks. Yeah. We're that was empty, around. by the way. It was not empty. That's the problem. And maybe that's because in your brain, maybe it was empty because there was still just a little bit <laughs> left. But I had no, no, it, was wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't Starbucks. It was milkshakes. That's what oh, it was. yeah, it was milkshakes, milkshakes. from Culver's. Yep. It yeah.
0: was all gone then.
1: No, it wasn't. There yes, was like, it was, it was like, oh, there was more than a quarter of it left. No. Yes, there no, was. There was not. I know there was. <laughs> oh there was like more than a quarter of it left. <gasps> I handed it to you to hold, and you just (laughs) threw it away.
0: Well, I was done with mine. And I'm pretty sure mine was almost empty, if not empty.
1: No, yours wasn't either.
0: Mine Mine was as good as empty.
1: As good as. There was a quarter of it left.
0: Okay, then that's where we're getting things mixed up. Because I was done with mine, and it was empty, in my mind. And you say that it's not empty.
1: But it wasn't empty. There's a difference. There's a difference in being done with it and it being empty.
0: I'm confused. (laughs) I don't. I'm real concerned now. Like (laughs) mine was empty.
1: No, it wasn't.
0: I'm. We're gonna have to put a pin in this because mine was empty.
1: It wasn't empty. I know it wasn't because I was actually feeding Thea some bites out of yours and mine before. Like right before that.
0: But I was done with it.
1: That doesn't mean it's empty. You were just done with it.
0: <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Um have you ever And
1: I wasn't done with mine. <laughs> okay. By the way.
0: We have made that abundantly clear. And you're saying that ours had the same okay, I'm sorry. You're saying that ours had the same amount in it?
1: Yeah, they were pretty close to the same.
0: But mine was empty. No, I wasn't. (laughs) I'm real uncomfortable. We gotta move on. We can't keep doing this. Uh, Have you ever read a book that changed your life? I'm gonna think about this for a really long time.
1: Um, Yeah. Have you ever read a book that changed your life? Um. I mean, honestly, it's probably kind of cliche, and I think I've probably even we've talked about this before. But probably, yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, that. I I didn't before I and it's really kind of a Harry Potter series as a whole. Um, I didn't really read at all mm-hmm. before I started reading Harry Potter. Um, to me, I just I never got I was never really interested in anything, um, at all. So, yeah, probably probably Harry Potter. Um,
0: so in my adult years, I would say my. College social theory textbook that one really 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 opened my eyes to a lot of stuff um I loved that class um and the bible of course but what like sparked my love of reading and kind of like changed cause I think like my love of reading changed me as a person as well would definitely be The Chamber by John Grisham yeah. I've always really liked reading. Like, I liked reading as a kid, too. But, like, when I was in high school, I read The Chamber by John Grisham. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It was it was so good.
1: Hmm. i never read any of his books.
0: It's really good. You want to do another one?
1: Yeah, let's do one more.
0: Okay. What purchase made you happiest for the longest time?
1: Purchase made me happiest for the longest time. Hmm. Um, I don't know I know the answer you know the answer for my purchase that made me the happiest mm-hmm. what's that
0: well since we got married in the state that we got married in and we had to pay for our license
1: oh okay <laughs> me <laughs> me okay yeah you're probably <laughs> right about that
0: uh. ooh Thea.
1: She did cost a lot. She
0: did cost a lot.
1: The jury's still out on Happiest for the Longest, though. We'll see. I
0: mean, ever <laughs> since she's been here, it's been real fun. Well, that first like couple of months was a little bit questionable. But I did kind of want to grab the receipt and take her back for a little bit. But, <laughs> But she is pretty great. She's hilarious, by the way.
1: Yeah, she's pretty... Pretty funny. Uh, but in all seriousness, probably, I don't know, probably my guitar. That makes sense. Um, I mean, I've had it now for like 20 years. Yeah. Almost.
0: Yeah, if I'm being serious, if I'm being serious, truthfully, none. Which is very poignant considering that I buy things. <laughs> to get a good serotonin hit
1: maybe but, that's why yeah because they don't
0: they don't yeah they it just doesn't yeah nothing. don't
1: get lasting satisfaction from purchases no but, but you keep chasing it
0: I do keep chasing that that uh I was trying to think of a, a drug reference but maybe we shouldn't do that <laughs> <laughs>
1: But, All right, so yeah. I guess we'll go ahead and move on then. Um, I guess we'll go on into our topic for this evening. Um, so as we, you know, we mentioned earlier that we got a pretty good one uh, for this, tonight. I think it's going to be a pretty fun one to talk about.
0: I don't have a, a ton to talk about it, about it, but I did. I did find it really interesting. Yeah. To read the the things that I read on it.
1: Okay, um, we'll you- we'll definitely go into that. Um, but first let's just introduce it so really tonight our topic is going to be blacksmithing Woo-hoo. Um, so this is um, a topic and hobby i say hobby it's not really a hobby of mine because i don't do it yeah but i want to i've always like i've always thought blacksmithing was pretty cool um but yeah it's just always seemed like so awesome
0: yeah I really I had a lot of fun whenever we were we went to Gatlinburg and we finally were able to see somebody at the blacksmith shop yeah cuz I've been I don't know how long you've been or if you've ever seen that before but I've been like four times there at like Pigeon Forge and like the candy kitchen and stuff like that where that is the mill.
1: yeah over at the uh, yeah where
0: the trolleys are where the the trolley stations
1: yeah
0: I've never seen anybody there blacksmithing
1: yeah, at the but, Forge.
0: Yeah, but this past time we did and it was really cool.
1: Yeah, it was pretty dope. Um
0: so that's been that that was really, really cool to see. And we watch Forged and Fire.
1: Yeah. I, so I used to watch a lot of Forged and Fire. I haven't watched it as much lately as I did there for a while, but when that first when that show first started coming out after the first like I started watching it after like probably the first two seasons came out. Yeah. And then I really got into it, especially when we were over in Cookville.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: it came out a lot. Yeah, and I watched a lot of it. Man, it was so cool. <laughs>
0: so,
1: so what do you what do you got for us on blacksmithing?
0: So I have like the history, and then I've got facts. So let me look. Let me pull my my notes up. Yeah.
1: So I'm sure probably everybody who's listening to this actually knows what blacksmithing is, so we don't need to spend a whole lot of time on what it is but just kind of the general wikipedia definition here a blacksmith is a metalsmith who creates objects primarily from raw iron or steel but sometimes from other metals by forging the metal using tools to hammer bend and cut uh, blacksmiths produce objects such as gates grills railings light fixtures furniture sculpture tools agricultural implements Decorative and religious items Cooking utensils and weapons There was an historical Opposition between the heavy work of the Blacksmith and the more delicate Operation of a whitesmith Who usually worked in gold, silver, pewter Or the finishing steps of fine steel
0: Yeah, I, I want to like Touch on like just a little bit of metalsmithing In a minute, we'll, we'll get to that
1: Okay, uh, the place where okay. A blacksmith works is called Variously a smithy A forge or a blacksmith shop um, and we'll just go ahead and stop there yeah. so you can go ahead and get into uh, were you going to go into the etymology at all of the no. word? Okay, so I did want to talk about that uh, the black in blacksmith refers to the black fire scale which is a layer of oxides that forms on the surface of the metal during heating the origin of smith is debated it may come from the old English word uh, smith meaning to strike
0: which is a lot like smite mhm
1: Or it may have originated from the Proto-German smithas, meaning skilled worker. Hmm. And both of those actually would make sense.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I just have a little bit of the history. And so blacksmithing origins are first traced back to 1500 BC, which I didn't know. Um, when the Hittites discovered the process of forging and tempering iron ore. Mm-hmm. When the Hittites were Hittites were scattered in 1200 B.C., so was their knowledge and understanding of basic ironwork la- launching into the Iron Age. A process to produce wrought iron was developed uh, through reducing natural iron ore with heat. This new substance could be used to make simple tools that pro- proved much tougher and sharper than stone. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So this, this is interesting too. It says with the development of, even with the developments in heating iron, uh, with the use of charcoal, ancient blacksmithing was quite unpredictable due to their lack of understanding of the basic properties of iron with inconsistencies in heating the iron and thus carbonization of the iron. Early craftsmen found they produced works that varied in quality. So I thought that was really interesting. Most ancient ironwork was either too soft to hold a sharp edge or it became extremely hard but brittle. So like they didn't, what I, what I imagine is like they didn't do like, if it's too brittle, they did like the, the quenching process too fast or whatever, right?
1: Possibly or not at all. You know, I don't know.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: Like um
0: and then the, I, yeah I'll talk about that in a second But
1: too. it sounds a lot of it, it was just they weren't there weren't consistencies in their tempering process. Yeah,
0: so <clears throat> let me go over this thing. So there are different ways to hammer iron. So this is actually from an article, um, like, blacksmith facts for kids. And I was like, this is really informative. Um, so iron becomes cold very quickly. Um, a ba- blacksmith only has a few seconds to hammer a piece of iron before it must be put back in the fire to become hot again a forge burn coals or charcoal in a special fire which can produce high temperature a bellows pushes air into the forge to make the fire burn hotter but mm-hmm. I think a lot of people I don't know if they actually use a bellows or if they just do like airflow with like strategic placement of like channels and like holes in their forge you know what I mean
1: um. It kind of depends on on what type of forge you're using. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think bellows are really as as used as they used to be. Yeah,
0: but that's kind of like the how it started. They use that little like thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That you would use for like a. They use them for like fireplaces and stuff yeah. too back in the day yeah. when they had coal um, fireplaces, but. Um, yeah, like a lot of times, a lot of like your more modern ones these days will actually will use like gases that are kind of funneled in or like,
0: oh, that's um, cool.
1: You know that are attached in, so it'll use that. So it's kind of it's almost like a like an acetylene torch, um, mm. but there's like a few of them in, built onto attached that's to the cool. to the to the forge itself, or they'll use coal. A lot of coal forges there's there is like this uh, turn handle that, that kind of works the same way. I think it forces air up through it.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: <laughs> and then you've got like this layer of coal.
0: So this is something I, I didn't really know or didn't remember from like my science classes as a kid. Iron is one of the 92 natural elements and steel is iron with a little carbon in it. Mm-hmm. And like it gives the percentages. It says 0.3% to 1.7% carbon by weight. So, like, there's an actual, like, range. Yeah. I didn't realize that.
1: Does it say what, ha- what what it's called when you add more? Mm-mm. Okay.
0: Do you know what it's called when you add more?
1: No, I just I just didn't.
0: I am curious. Or um, if it
1: just becomes, like, not usable. Yeah. Basically.
0: So, it says here, that all metals get harder when a smith hammers or bends them. This is called work hardening. If a smith hammers... If a smith hammers or bends a piece of metal that is already work hardened, it will crack and break to make it work, to make work hardened metals soft again so that a smith can hammer and bend it more. The smith anneals the metal. So to anneal iron or steel, a blacksmith heats the metal until it no longer pulls a magnet and then it then makes the metal become very cold slowly. Blacksmiths can cover the hot metal with sand so that it takes hours to become cold and this makes iron or steel very soft. Hmm. Steel acts just like iron until a blacksmith heat treats the steel. This is a special way to make the steel hot and then cold so that the steel will become hard enough to keep a cutting edge or a blade. A blade made from a piece of iron instead of steel will soon become very dull and will not cut. It will not cut. Um, good blades, such as like knives, chisels, axes, and other like cutting tools, are always made of steel and then heat treated and sharpened.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So I, that's like I thought that was pretty interesting. And then I, I wanted go
1: ahead. Well, I was just going to say like you're, the process you're talking about, about, work hardening. So basically, just like the act of hammering it out and manipulating the metal hardens it itself, even without doing any other kind of tempering or hardening process, right? Yes. Just the fact that you've worked it makes it harder. And that is interesting to me because it's it's almost the same as, like, bread. Mm. Because bread and biscuits, like, that's the same kind of thing. Like, if you knead bread too much, it gets too tough. Tough,
0: yeah. That is interesting. So this is what I wanted to talk about, like, before the Iron Age. Like, this is, like... There's something called cold working and then work hardening, which is what I mentioned earlier. So you mentioned silver, gold, and copper. Mm-hmm. So they all occur in nature in their native states as reasonably pure metals. And humans w- worked these metals before they worked, like steel and iron, or iron and steel. They're quite malleable, and humans' initial development of hammering techniques was applied to these metals. But um, it says during the Catholicic Catholic Eric and the bronze age humans in the Mideast learned how to smelt melt cast rivet and forge copper and bronze bronze is an alloy of copper and approximately 10 to 20% tin. bronze is superior to copper just by being uh, like harder and more resistant to corrosion and having lower melting point blah 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 all that stuff so copper and bronze cannot be hardened by heat treatment this is what I thought was really interesting They can only be hardened by cold working. To accomplish this, a piece of bronze is lightly hammered for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. The localized stress cycling causes work hardening, which is what happens whenever you're doing that with steel as well, um, by changing the size and shape of the metal's crystals. The hardened bronze can then be ground to sharpen it and make edged tools. Hmm. I thought that was really interesting and this is you'll find this super interesting too.
1: Well that's in, in the Bronze Age was before the Iron Age. So Correct. that would kinda of make sense too because that would have been before they they could do that without really having to worry about developing a forge or right. a way to heat it, which would be a little bit more troublesome.
0: Yep, yeah, and dangerous and like less yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool. And you'll enjoy this too being like the clock guy that you are. Clocksmiths, as recently as the 19th century, used work hardening techniques to harden the teeth of brass gears and ratchets. Tapping on just the teeth produced harder teeth with superior wear resistance. Hmm. By contrast, the rest of the gear was left softer and softer and tougher, um, more capable of resisting cracking.
1: Yeah, because it would kind of give a little mm-hmm. bit. Interesting.
0: So I thought that, like, I wanted to touch on this. I know, like whenever you think of blacksmithing you think of like iron and all that kind of stuff but this is a really cool part of like woodworking not woodworking metalworking especially the the part where you like grind a bronze tool or weapon to create a sharp edge i thought that was really interesting and like worthy of note while we're talking about it yeah college.
1: well that's just interesting too i never really knew that before about that that brass and bronze could not couldn't be heat treated that it had to be worked cold yeah I thought that's that's that's
0: really cool I know like we talk or like we've watched um, Forged in Fire a lot and they talk a lot about the different like quenching processes and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and like how you like rapidly cool it and all that stuff so Yeah. yeah let's see so in mythology there's something called so in, in biblical tradition, um, Cain, um, it says Tubal Cain, or yeah, Tubal Cain is a person mentioned in the Bible, Bible in Genesis 4.22, known for being the first blacksmith. Uh, Tubal he is, Cain? He is stated to be stated as the forger of all instruments of bronze and iron, a descendant of Cain. He was the son of uh, Lamech and Zillah. Huh. Oh, he was the brother of Nema and and Jabal and Jubal. Oh, but yeah, he's supposed to, he's biblically supposed to be like the first uh, blacksmith. Interesting. Uh, in Norse mythology, there the sons of Ivaldi are three dwarf brothers who made a variety of gifts for the gods.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I can't remember their names now. Um <clears throat> <clears throat> what does it say what their names are
0: oh gosh I
1: can't remember now
0: probably in that book that dad gave you I would assume
1: Let's
0: yeah see. no I don't see it over here um Mime brother of Albarek Wangirian dwarves and maker of the sword of Notham and the Tarnhelm don't know who that is. Don't know what that just said. Uh, let's see. James Black is the creator of the Bowie knife.
1: James Black.
0: He's a black, just blacksmith, American knife maker, and best known for his improvements to the Bowie knife designed by Jim mm. Bowie. So he has like the he did the modern Bowie knife.
1: He improved on the yeah.
0: The John Bowie Sylvester Bowie. is the blacks or was a blacksmith at the Tower of London.
1: Ooh.
0: That would be the coolest job. I mean, it would be horrible, and I could never. do Yeah, it, but I like,
1: mean, like, I guess he's probably making like torture chains devices. and
0: yeah. How how? Shackles
1: and manacles and. Ooh, yeah, probably some torture Kandepira stuff.
0: Pira is the first Filipino canyon maker, which I never thought about that. The what can, canyons? Canyon. Cannon. Cannon. Cannon.
1: Okay, I was about to say. Canyon ma- I don't Cannon. think people really My make bad. canyons. My
0: bad. Cannon.
1: Cannon maker. Oh. Uh,
0: let's see. Elizabeth Brim is noted for her feminine imagery of lingerie or shoes in her work. Also for the Brim technique of inflating balloons of hot metal with compressed air.
1: Whoa.
0: I want a video of that. Um, Yeah. How cool is that? Like, I know that that's just, like, basic rundown, but I thought that was really, really interesting about the, um, like, bronze and stuff like that and how... Because I never really realized the chemistry, like, a chemistry occurs. Like, I, I knew a chemistry occurred, but I wasn't quite sure, yeah like, what happened. So. Let's see. I'm
1: seeing what else here. So, I was trying to... Those, the dwarfs that we were talking about earlier. Oh. Uh, Broker and Eitri. I believe that's who you're talking about. Oh.
0: Huh. Um,
1: and Eitri is actually depicted in uh, the Avengers.
0: Oh, that's... Uh, Infinity War. Peter... Peter, Peter Dinklage, Dinklage. Yeah, yeah. That's
1: the, the dwarf that, he, that made Mjolnir... Um, that's Eitri, that's the same dwarf that they're talking about there in, in actual North mythology that made the weapons and things
0: huh, that is interesting I have loved like the, um, the different types of blades um, on, like, on Forged in Fire yeah there is like some real real out there ones
1: Oh yeah, some really cool stuff. Now, and for those of you that maybe don't know of the show Forged in Fire, so it's basically a competition show um, where blacksmiths come and um, they basically have these challenges that they make. And the judges pick, like, you know, who's the best one. And so it starts off, like, the first, like, half of the episode is they'll have the, I don't remember what it's called, the quick challenge or whatever. So they'll come yeah. and they'll have to make, like, a small, smallish knife yeah. um, so they're all typically knife makers um, so and they'll they'll be like certain parameters like a lot of times I have to make like a certain style of knife out of these particular materials that they're provided with and then they get judged on their um, you know their quality mostly they get tested for uh, you know sharpness edge retention things mm-hmm. like that durability um, and then once they kind of narrow it down, they kind of have stages in in the the knife making part. And then once they narrow it down to the top two. Um,
0: they send them home with like an extra large
1: Yeah, so then they'll, they'll, they'll reveal that they'll have like a large challenge to do once they get to the top two. It'll be like a, a large piece, like a large sword or some sort of large blade or something. I've seen sometimes they've done like big shields with like blades and stuff attached or something mm-hmm. like that.
0: What's the thing? And then they'll
1: have to go back to their own home forge. And I think it—I think they have four days yeah. or a week or something like that yeah.
0: have, to make it in their, in their own
1: home forge. And then they bring back their finished product.
0: Yeah, and then, and then, they, they, test and it then out they test it out they like basically beat the crap out of it. Yeah. That's their job. They're just like Oh, or like
1: they'll cut up like like a, a pig, like a pig like, carcass yeah. or like ropes or
0: bamboo or like ice like
1: ice yeah. or uh bones, all kind of stuff. It's it's really cool. I love that show.
0: Yeah. There's a guy, so one of the hosts, Doug Marcaida, I think that's how Yeah, Doug Marcaida. Marcaida. He has a TikTok and he does a lot of TikToks with a um with a lightsaber, and it's really, really cool. Oh,
1: yeah? Yeah.
0: That's yeah, awesome. it's really funny. Um, yeah. What's the, what's, what's the, the assassin, it's not, uh, there's a picture of it. Let me see if I can find it. It's um, where you hold the blade, and it, like, goes over your, your knuckles. What's that called?
1: oh uh
0: it's got like a grip like two bars or like a bar that you grip and it has like a sheath almost that goes over your wrist and the sides of your hands and the blade comes like it's at 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 your knuckles the blade protrudes from your knuckles is what it looks like
1: oh no i don't don't know what that's called do you know what i'm talking about i know what you're talking about now that's not what i had in mind
0: no, I, I, you're probably thinking of the Assassin's Creed.
1: No, I was like, thinking about the blades that like, uh, Riddick has in Chronicles of Riddick. It's like the handle that kind of bends down.
0: No, yeah, no, I'm not talking about this. This it is.
1: Here this, it is. is. this it is. I'm sick. Leave me alone. Um, let's see, what is that?
0: You see it?
1: Yeah, we'll click on it. I'm sure it will tell you the name if you'll... Oh.
0: It's just as a closer look at the blades from season one. Let's see if I can find it. They have a katana, a chakram. That's cool. It's just like a circular blade. Oh, Oh, Katar. K-A-T-A-R.
1: So So it's it's like an
0: H-shaped. So I'll read it with its distinct H-shaped handle, hand grip. And its short, wide, triangle-shaped blade, the legendary qatar has garnered a reputation as the most famous Indian dagger. Unlike traditional knives, the blade of the qatar sits above the user's knuckles and has long metal bars that extend up the forearm for extra protection. Mm. The oldest known blades were found in southern India and are believed to be from the 14th century. Like many other weapons throughout history, qatars also conveyed their owners' uh, social status. Some were encrusted with jewels and even... included tiny pistols on either side of the blade. The fancier the weapon, the more powerful the individual was who, who wielded it. However, even more, even the most basic Qatar was deadly if used by a well-trained warrior. And that actually got me thinking, like, I never even thought about that. I never, that never crossed my mind about, like, throughout history, the flashiness of your weapon mm-hmm. proved your social status. Yeah. Like, that never even crossed my mind especially when it came when it comes to like blades. I was like, oh, like that makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, because, you know, back then everyone had one. Yeah. Everyone had like a sword or blade or at least anyone who could afford them. Yeah, because you know? duels and things were very common. That makes fencing. so
0: much sense. And like that's why there's so much variance in how they look, like why there are some that are like really pretty and then there's some that are just like no is just this metal thing yeah. you know yeah. like that makes sense i think we actually watched this one on a repeat the roman gladius one um, here's what it looks like oh yeah i i uh i'm kind of intrigued in like all of these weapons and stuff yeah like
1: a lot of these are are really really awesome
0: so that's really cool. Anyways,
1: the Gladius is is pretty dope. Yeah, I saw I saw a lot of those in um, the show Spartacus.
0: Oh, I don't think I watched that.
1: You didn't. Yeah. I watched it. It's really good though.
0: That's a little like a little too much for me. But yeah, like I think it's so interesting how blades are a mix of like art and, like, deadly weapon. You know, like... Yeah. I Or, or they're, like, utilitarian in terms of, like, maybe you're not going to, like, kill somebody with it, but it's still, like, a nice-looking instrument and a nice-looking tool.
1: Yeah, and that's what I've always liked about, like, like weapons like that. Like, I know you collect like like knives and stuff. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's just really interesting. And I... Even the... the even the one we got from what's that, the box the bespoke post, even that one, like that one is really nice like the, it's really like pretty and attractive yeah, so I don't know, I I definitely can appreciate the craftsmanship that goes into it because it's not just like, and I think it what I'm thinking of in my mind is just how it's like dirty, like a dirty job kind of thing where it's like you, it's fire you got soot everywhere you've got like metal and all this stuff but then it can be turned into something that's like absolutely stunning oh yeah it's really interesting it's real wild all kinds of
1: cool stuff
0: and then what
1: I'm just looking through this listing of the season one yeah yeah blaze this Elizabethan rapier looks amazing yeah
0: I would like to get into fencing.
1: I've always wanted to get into fencing. That's there is a fencing club. Really? Here in Murfreesboro. That would be
0: yeah. really cool.
1: I've uh, I've always wanted to get into fencing. and like I've, I've wanted a rapier for a long time.
0: I thought you had one.
1: No. I've almost bought one a bunch.
0: You had one. You went as a musketeer for Halloween one year, and you had a rapier.
1: It wasn't an actual rapier, but I borrowed it.
0: Okay. You had it, You gave it back, didn't you? Yeah. You had uh, it for a while. I was just
1: trying to remember who I borrowed it from.
0: Yeah, I don't remember who you borrowed it from.
1: Uh, I think it was from uh, Seth in the in my section. Oh. But, yeah, I've always wanted, like, an actual rapier.
0: It's so, they're so interesting. I want the set of size. Because, like, those aren't blades. They're just, like, stabby things. (laughs) I like, like, you know, like, the edges aren't sharp. Yeah. You know, but you could definitely impale somebody with that. Like, I think I would operate best with a weapon, with a blunt weapon, not a sharpened weapon.
1: Just because, like... Well, they're sharpened.
0: They're not sharp. I mean, well, to points. Yeah, down to points. They're, like, spikes. I can handle, like, a spike or a stake. Like a wooden stake, I could do that. Like I can kill vampires all day long, but I don't know if I could like cut somebody. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, just don't think so.
1: Anything else about blacksmithing?
0: No, we got off topic, but that's okay. I think. Yeah. But yeah, no, not that I, not that I've got. Do you have anything else?
1: Uh, no, I don't I think we'll just be ready to go ahead and start wrapping this one up.
0: Cool. What is your hot
1: take? So my hot take this week is about trash bags. Oh. Um, What? This is new.
0: Continue.
1: It's actually not. It's something I've, I think we've talked about it before. But so, I just feel like trash bags are kind of inefficient in their design. They come up, they're rolled up, but they're all like individual bags that you then have to pull out. But I just kept thinking that since since we have had a baby, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have the diaper genie,
0: uh-huh.
1: and I just think that system, the way the diaper genie works, is pretty efficient. It's just like mm-hmm. this one long tube yep. that you kind of cut to fit. You yep. know, so like yep. there's like a little blade in there, um, and you kind of you cut it when it's enough. You tie a knot in the end and you pull it down, and there's your bag. Yep. When it that gets full, you pull it down. You cut it to get it out of there, you tie it shut, and then you tie the bottom of the next you know, the next bit there. Yeah. So for those I know I'm not doing a very good job of explaining yeah, that if you've you never mean. actually had a diaper genie before, but for those of you that have had one, you yeah. understand what I'm talking about. And I just feel like they could make that into a a, a functional trash can. I mean obviously you'd have to make it bigger. Yeah. Um
0: More but normal, I feel like
1: that okay. design would be pretty good for, like, a household trash can. You know, like, a, not obviously not, like, your commercial trash bags or anything like that, but they could make something like that for, like, a, a standard, like, kitchen trash can. Mm-hmm. I think would mm-hmm. be cool.
0: You know what? I have a hot take. What's that? My hot take is that you need to stop having all of these genius ideas And a announcing them loudly in public, or recording them, (laughs) and not forget and and not remembering them.
1: Okay. So you're right. Well, I mean, maybe it's good though that I'm recording these because I have all of these great ideas and I always forget about them. So that's true. This idea is trademarked by me, and this is also being.
0: This is intellectual uh, property.
1: Yeah, it is, and it's recorded as my idea now. Yep. And it will be time stamped and dated so nobody can actually copy this. That's thing.
0: true. So we're just gonna need you to have all of your brilliant ideas.
1: On air. On air. Yeah.
0: Good luck with that. I can't remember what it is, but like I remember there have been multiple times when we've been like at Walmart, Target, just like hanging out. And you're like, you know what they need and you're like saying it loudly enough to where like everyone's What I really need
1: is like an assistant that just kinda of follows me around all the time and like jots down all my ideas and then makes those happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah so we would be rich well
1: we I would be able to afford an assistant, assistant to that can walk around <laughs> yeah. so, i would be rich well. enough that i could then hire the assistant to follow around and make my ideas happen
0: yeah. so what you need now is actually an unpaid intern yeah that's what you need you need an intern
1: so if there's anyone looking <laughs> for a not paid position
0: just following greatness around
1: yeah so, you know, if there's anybody that just wants to follow me around and not get paid anything and just kind of listen to what I say and then make things happen when I say something great, reach out. You can email me at <laughs> date nightcoffeeshop at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach us at, uh, at date night at the coffee shop on Instagram. Uh, we're at wherever you can find your podcasts <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. Um, any of those places. Um, so yeah, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up tonight. That's I think that's a pretty good closing. That's a
0: great stopping point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah.
1: Um, but I, I had a lot of fun talking on this uh, this episode. This one was a good one.
0: Title your email to yourself so that we know that you really want the job as our assistant. Your assistant, sorry. Wait, what? I said title the email. I'm talking to like your future intern. Oh. Yeah, title the email to yourself so that you can be like, "Hi me, I'm your new assistant." Oh,
1: yeah. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Hi me,
0: I'm so and so's assistant. I'm Bart's assistant.
1: You know? Yeah. Okay. So you can go ahead and get started on the job mm-hmm. before you get hired. Yep. Um. So yeah, that's that's about <laughs> it. Again, we've, we've kind of gone over all the uh, contact points there. So, um, if you've got any coffee ideas, shoot those our way. We'd love to hear some of your. Um, coffees that you would like us to try any topics you'd like us to talk about will definitely be considered yeah. um, our again our coffee this Ooh. evening was by Brasshorn Horn Coffee Roasters the high stepper blend a, a very very nice uh, I would classify it as medium roast because no one else can challenge me on that because they haven't listed it anywhere um,
0: I, I, I approve this message what's your idea my idea, we'll need to talk about
1: it off the air because I don't want to. Okay, so secret things to come later in the future. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's that's really it for our episode. Thanks so much for joining us this evening. We're really glad you guys decided to come back and have a uh, another listen uh, to us. We really appreciate all the support. Uh, until next week, see you guys later.
0: Bye-bye.